everyone. Welcome to the Meanings of Magic. I'm Ruby. And I'm Jordan. My dad. That's right. <clears throat> hey everyone, it's really good to be back. It's been a while since we've posted one. Yeah. Um, but we're going to try to get back on track and keep them coming out again and, and we'll let you know about them, of course. Um, or dad will when he tries to go on social media <laughs> and all those places that Ruby can't go on yet. Yeah. <laughs> and today we're doing um, an episode on wands. Wands! Those magical instruments of magic. Now, let's tell everybody, or maybe you could tell me, why you came up with this topic. Why are you interested in wands right now? Uh, well, a while ago we went to L.A. and we went to Disneyland California Adventure Park and Hey Water... Harry Water, Harry Potter World, not Harry Water. I want to go to Harry Water World now. That sounds really fun. <laughs> we like a water park. Yeah. Anyway, Harry Potter World, and I got a wand, and then I was looking at my wand because it looks really cool, and um, I was like, Dad, we should do an episode on wands. I think it's a great idea, right? I mean, wands are have all. I mean, since I was growing up, they've always been associated with magic and really popular. But Harry Potter made them popular in a whole new way because mm -hmm. in harry potter like they're essential people can't cast magic without wands can they well, i don't remember many people casting any spells without a wand and last night we watched harry potter four three three and um at the beginning when he made his aunt blow up oh that's had, true he just went like that's true he didn't have hands. any maybe it helps them focus their magic yeah well, we can get into that so where should we start in our discussion about wands? Um, seriously, I feel like I'm hearing an echo. It's just this room. It is? Yep. Step four. Hmm. Anyway, back to the art topic. We've gone off topic a lot before in these episodes. We shouldn't whisper because it's a podcast. Okay. Anyway, um, so, wait, what did you ask? I was saying, um, where should we start in our discussion of wands? Uh, how about I jump in and talk a little bit about the little bit I know about the history of wands. I don't know a lot about this, but I do know that some of the earliest written accounts of magic wands that we have come from ancient Greece. Have you ever heard of those really famous poems, the Iliad and the Odyssey? I bet you you have and you don't know it. These are the stories that had like the Cyclops in them oh, and yeah. Odysseus and the Sirens. Remember we did the Siren episode? The Sirens were from the Odyssey. That's from that poem. And there were certain gods, Athena and Hermes. These were gods in those, in those poems um, and those stories. They had magic wands that they used to enact certain spells. Um, and that's the first time that, at least in written history, magic wands actually appear. But then throughout the rest of magical literature, because there was there were books written by, by real practitioners of magic, uh, they do talk about wands. And normally, oh. just like in Harry Potter, they get real specific about what kind of tree it had to be. Like, this must be from the beech nut tree and... It's. I, I just read something where. I know it's not a funny name. Not beach like beach. It's spelled differently, but, but there is a beach not. nut. But apparently, there was one magician who said that 
you had to get a freshly grown branch. You had to cut it off in one strike and you had to cut it off on Wednesday night in particular, the last Wednesday of the month. So there was all these rules to how to get a special magic wand. Pretty weird, huh? I, when we were at Harry Potter and we were getting my wand, they, the, I remember when I got it, the guy with the girl at the front desk told me what it was. It was a... Uh, I think it was an oak. I think maybe it was, I yeah. I think it was an oak wand, and I think it had a... Didn't it have a unicorn? Yeah, I think it had a unicorn hair. Yeah, that's right. And that's something that I think might be unique to Harry Potter. At least I haven't encountered it anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, the thing inside. The thing inside, I right? I, I've heard it in a couple other places, though. And then one thing is that you hear in, like, countless magic books and, like, when they talk about wands, they always say, like, don't touch the tip. Oh, I didn't and know I that. I know exactly why. Why? Because uh, apparently... If you touch the tip, it like messes with the magic and it'll like do weird things to the magic that comes out because like the tip is where the magic comes out. It's like the like the final focus of it, sort of. Yeah, right? that's why earlier today I was telling you not to touch the well, tip of my wand. I apologize. Why did it jab me? Well, I apologize. You did jab me in the eye with it, so it no, was kind of. I didn't. I went right there. It was I went pretty like almost there. It was pretty close to the eye, everybody. No, it wasn't. Yeah, well, we can have this argument later. Leave a good review if you're on my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a poll. Who believes Ruby and who believes <laughs> Daddy? In any event, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, we are. So... Sorry. That's okay. Well, you're apologizing to them, not to yeah, me. Yeah. So, um, magic wands and I would say their cousins would be the magic staff which is another kind of wooden instrument used by magicians. Why are you making those insane faces at me? Uh, another, another instrument used by magicians, wizards and whatnot. Um, and I've always found it really interesting that there's this idea that there are, there's something about the natural. It's hard to do the podcast when you do that. Okay, well, I'd like to do the podcast with you, but I can't while you're licking the microphone like an ice cream cone. I'm not licking it. It's like I'm you want to, though. Tip. You must be really thinking about ice cream cones. In any event, it's um, sort of like there's this uh, resonance with the natural world. Like there's something connecting the wizard and the natural world in order to make this magic more potent, to make their magic more potent. It's really uh, an interesting idea that it can't, it doesn't, of course, it does come from inside the wizard, I guess. Well, what would you think? Do you think the magic wand has magic in and of itself? Or is it just channeling what comes through, helping, really, magnify what comes through the witch or the wizard? I think, like, kind of in Harry Potter, where it's like, you know, when they go to Ollivanders to get their wand. Wait, is it Ollivanders or is it a different wand? Nope, that's right. No, I think yeah, it's Ollivanders. Ollivanders. And then... Yeah. Sorry. And then, anyway, um... They, like, have to get a special one that's right for them. I think that the wand does have its own magic, but it has to have the right pairing of the person's magic to work. Like, in Harry Potter, if you take someone's wand and use it, it doesn't really work. There's been a couple times where it can, but it's a little bit wild, right? Like, it yeah. doesn't do exactly what you want it to. Yeah. It can do things a little bit crazily in a way that's not, not as focused or as easy as it is with your own wand. About to sneeze. Yeah, and oh, then well. I didn't. Oh, I hate when that happens. 
someone someone hexed you and they just hexed me with a yawn my apologies everybody um yeah i think i kind of feel at least in in how wands have been used in real life with most magic objects the object itself doesn't have too much magic it's in how it allows the magician to focus their own powers the magician yeah magician wizard witch uh, druid, priestess, person. priest, person. It allows the person to channel their magic through whatever that object is, be it a wand or a so staff. It is hot. We need some magic to cool us off, huh? <laughs> no, we need ice cubes. That would be nice. So let's think if we have anything else to sound about wands. Say about sound. No, say about wands, because I have a feeling this is not turning into a very good podcast episode with how much we're complaining and making faces at each other and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Do you have anything else that you'd like to say about wands? That they are cool. Wands are very cool. And I think they're way more interesting than... The, and I, I, one of the reasons I'm glad for Harry Potter is it brought wands back into the realm of something more interesting than where they were when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, mostly I think people thought of magic wands just for stage magicians. You know, how they have fake wands that make like, you know, flowers come out of it or stuff. And everybody knows those are tricks. And so my ideas of a magic wand was some cheesy stage magician doing cheesy tricks on stage. It was neat to have Harry Potter bring it back into the realm of thinking, no, wait a minute, magic wands are really interesting and almost like fingerprints, unique to each of the individuals that has one. I really love how they treat wands in Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel bad for Ron in the um, second book when it's broken. It breaks, right? Like, that's a serious thing in those books when a wand breaks. That's not like yeah. breaking a glass or breaking something ordinary. I was that's... surprised that you could actually find a wand that's right for isn't there only like one wand out there that's right for you? Probably not, but I bet it's pretty rare. Like you can't just go to the wand store and get any old wand. You have to find another one that yeah. really fits you. Also, if you recall, in the second book and movie, Ron always says, my mom and dad bought me a new wand. Don't you have to get it? I think I they mean that they paid for it probably. But I don't know. That's a good point. It it's a good question. I wouldn't think, especially in Harry Potter, that anybody else could get your wand for you. Unless... Maybe he keeps records of what everyone's kind of wand was, and they got another one that was just like that. That makes sense. Right? Let's look up Mr. Weasley. Oh, yes, he had a yew tree with a uh, basilisk tusk. That's not really anything. Yeah, it's not. You can have a basilisk tusk. Tusk. Right. Tusk. 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 There you go. So, shh, no one else can hear them. It's just, it's just, no, that's just us that can hear them. Um, also, if you know, if you look in Harry Potter and with a lot of wands, I mean, besides magician wands, they all have different, like, engravings. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, my wand has, like, vines wrapping around it, like, made out of wood. Yeah, carved onto it. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's not, like, carved in, it's, like, popping out. Popping out, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think wands are not only they're a necessary utility for a person practicing magic, but they're also a beautiful piece of art. 
Yeah, I think wands are amazing, and I wish we could all really have a real wand in real life. But my question is, how do they get the magic in? Well, that's that was my feeling, is that maybe they don't. Maybe it's the practitioner's magic that comes through it that's and, important. And also, how do you get the like thing inside of it, like a unicorn head or the phoenix, that are like, in it? My guess is that's done magically, because I can't imagine how you could do that any other way. How do you slip one tiny hair into the middle of a wand? Well, that would be easy, but like the phoenix feather. That the phoenix feather, yeah, exactly. I But I bet you that through magic, they could make it appear on the inside, combine them somehow. That was a, That's a good question. I thought about that before, too. Well, I don't know that I have much more to say about wands, but that was a pretty good episode on wands. Anything else you want to say about wands? No, but I do say, uh, if you have a magic suggestion, go to Jordan's address. Go to meaningsofmagic at gmail.com or anywhere you see this episode posted and leave us um, leave us a note. We'd love to hear from you. You can put it in, wait, what's the website where you can leave comments? Well, you can do it on Facebook. It's on you. Can, when I post it there, you can also go uh, to Apple, where yeah. where the podcast is, and leave us a review and, and leave can, ideas there if you want. In the review, the review is pro. The review is probably easier to get. You can just like go to the review, means of magic. Slash. That's right. Gmail com, and then and then um. It's not slash, but don't worry about it. <laughs> Whatever, and then. You put the, you can just... Pe- pe- people know what to do. Yeah, you can put the suggestion there. But, That's right. But you have to listen to ep- all the episodes before you do that, because it might be something that was already done. That's true. I do describe in the episode descriptions what the topic is, so they could take a quick look through. And then also, don't be really mad if you don't do your suggestion. No, 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 but we'll get around to it eventually. We're going to need some new ideas. Running out. I mean, no, we still got lots of things we could do. Well, we, we still have haven't do done. Dragon. We got to do dragons again. Yeah. We did do dragons, and it was like a really good episode. But then when we tried to load it on, it somehow got like lost. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for joining us for the meanings of magic. This has been Jordan. And a little bit. And we can't wait to see you next time. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Donuts. And hamsters. <laughs>